Good morning, traders. I am Emily Bonney, the CEO of the Investment Banking Institute and your host here at Newswear's Trade Talk. Joining me is trading anchor Bill Olson, who brings more than 30 years of institutional trading experience to our program. At Trade Talk, we provide the facts, themes, and trading ideas for the day ahead. Today is Friday, December 30th, the final regular trading day of 2022, and this after stocks bounce yesterday to close in the green. The Dow gained 345 points, or more than 1%. The S&P 500 closed up one and three quarters of a percent, and the Nasdaq jumped nearly 2.3%. Even with the rally, markets are headed to close out their worst year since 2008. But that doesn't mean we won't be happy with some green when we can find it. Bill, we will take it when we can get it. So let's get this final trading day of the year started with a rundown of what is happening in the markets this morning. Hi, yes. Good morning, Emily. I'm watching the S&Ps. The S&Ps are really at the session lows. We're down uh, six-tenths of one percent. We were down four-tenths of one percent for the longest time and um, you know, now it's just down to six tenths of one percent. So yeah, we're gonna have a negative opening, but you know, we had a big day yesterday, so that shouldn't really, you know, be the end of the world. But today's the last trading day of the year. There's a lot of tax selling going on uh at this time. Uh, we don't have any real significant major earnings reports or economic reports that could boost the markets uh higher today. So, you know, I, I do expect us to push lower. Um, I'm, you know, I'm looking at oil this morning. I see oil is pushing lower now. Um, we got WTI at $78.15 and we got Brent at $83.16. Um, trading's cautious in oil, but, you know, you got to remember that they were lower earlier. They reversed course and they went higher. Now we're showing lower. So, yeah, I guess that trend is going to be lower today for oil prices, which is kind of what I've been expecting because, you you know, the the weather-related issues that created the volatility to push oil up last week, that, that's over with. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm looking for oil to move a little lower. Um, and I'm looking at the prices now, and we're down about uh, four-tenths of 1%. Uh, we're looking overseas. Uh, Tokyo Tokyo was flat, flat to higher. It was up essentially one point or eight-tenths or 0.83 points. So that's, you know, less than a point. Um, Hong Kong, Hong Kong finished higher. It was up, uh, you know, 40 points or uh, two tenths of 1%. So that's positive. But you're looking over at Europe this morning and, you know, the, the DAX is down 130 points, which is 0.93%. The FTSE's down 61 points or 0.81%. The CAC's down 52 points or eight tenths of 1%. I mean, realistically, they, they, you got tax selling going on over there as well. You've got, you know, the, the Ukraine war causing them issues, fears of recession. Uh, rising interest rates, so you know they're they're Europe is not in a good place right now. But you know, watching the S and P's, we're seeing them uh, you know tick lower. It'll probably open up lower and continue a drop downward trend today. But the trading's going to be light. It's not going to be heavy. Uh, a lot of people are off today, so uh, let's just keep an eye on and see how uh, the market turns out today, Emily. Bill, like you said, you know, no major earnings or economic reports that really will be market drivers. But here at Newswear, we're going to find those other market moving headlines for you. And we'll get to those in just a little bit. But when it comes to earnings, Bill, anything to look ahead to for 2023? Well, you know, I mean, there's a lot to look ahead to. But, you know, next week we got earnings from Smart Global Holdings, 
Bed Bath & Beyond, Walgreens Booths Alliance, ConAgra, Constellation Brands, Lamb Weston, and more. You know, the real interesting one is Bed Bath & Beyond because, you know, the, the, it's a, the retailer's having a tough time. Um, there's real questions if they will be a retailer uh, next Christmas, if they will continue to be around. So um, while that's a negative for, you know, Bed Bath & Beyond, it could boost shares of other uh, organizations, other companies in that retail space. But, um, you, know, the, the, you know, the earnings season will start, uh, you know, third week of uh, January, and that's when we're going to see a lot of action. Uh, but today, no earnings coming out uh, today, Monday morning or, or Tuesday morning of significance. Well, good preview of what to look ahead, and we'll be watching all of that for you and making sure we cover those earnings as they come out. Now, let's turn to the economic reports today. You know, there are a couple not major market movers, but worth noting. Bill, what should we be watching when it comes to economic events? Well, you know, at 9.45 a.m., we have the Chicago PMI. That's a medium report. It's not a it's not a market moving report that's going to create big volatility, but it is one to, to watch. Um, and then at 1 p.m., we have the Baker Hughes rig count, um, which is interesting, but not again, you know, it's not going to create major volatility unless there's a huge move in it. Um and I do expect the rig count to go lower only because last week was a holiday week. Uh, I, you know, I always look at the markets and if you really want to see a day where you're going to have a big market move, you got lots of economic data coming out. Today, we don't have a lot of economic data coming out. We don't have any earnings. So w what's the market going to focus on to push higher? Uh, that's going to be the issue. So, um, you know, that's why I see a lower opening today and continue to, uh, to move a little lower throughout the day. But, you know, next week's a new week. You know, we're going to reach the Fed board members are going to change. Uh, the new incoming FOMC voting members are appear to be much more dovish than the current set of uh, FOMC voting members. So that's going to be a positive for the market next year, Emily. And again, you know, we're looking ahead to 2023. But in the meantime, you know, Bill, on a day like today, Newswear can really provide some stories behind the stocks that even if there aren't these major market drivers, there may be opportunities in individual stocks or sectors. And to find this information, Bill, you use Newswear. You break it down into alerts. So on a day where you're trying to find these pockets of opportunity, you can because you have all of this information and data as it comes in. So what else do you see as possibly moving the markets today? Well, you know, I'm seeing a lot of red today. You know, the semiconductors had such a great, uh, you know, movement yesterday. Uh, they're giving a lot of those gains back. They're all down over 1% this morning. Now, you're looking at the drug stocks. There, there's, uh, you know, mostly negative. What's really interesting is that uh, Biogen, that the FDA, that Congress said that the, the FDA's actions in approving their Alzheimer's drugs was inappropriate, which is not a positive for uh, Biogen. Um, you know, Lilly also has a uh, Alzheimer's drug as well that they're trying to, you know, get approval for next year. It'll really be under uh, scrutiny, I, I suspect, which is not great for the stock price. Banks are lower. Uh, airlines are lower. Love, uh, which is uh, Southwest Airlines sticker LUV, came out and said that they're uh, going to be resuming their normal flight patterns today, which is which is still positive, but the the, the medium-term outlook for uh, Southwest Airlines is not good because they're going to be having to give a lot of money back to the people that booked flights over the past week that were stranded. Um, you know, you're looking at the FANG stocks this morning. The FANG stocks are all weaker by over 1%. So, yeah, we'll have to see what happens. Amazon, you know, hey, you know, 
these streaming services, live sports is it right now. That's going to be the battleground for the streaming wars for 2023. We're looking at Apple, uh, their main Foxconn facility has recovered about 90% of its, uh, about 70% of its capacity and the wait times for the iPhone Pro models apparently have shortened. That's good news for Apple, but you know, not enough to really turn the stock around today. You're, you're looking at uh, shares of Apple this morning, they're down a little over 1%. Uh, we're looking at Dow Jones 30 stocks and we're gonna talk with Merck, ticker MRK, Michael Richard Kilo. China approved Merck's COVID-19 drug for co- for emergency use. That's important. Uh, Intel ticker INTC. There's rumors out there floating around that Italy is interested in being the location for a semiconductor chip manufacturing plant uh, in Europe. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Intel and uh, Italy start having discussions about a, a chip manufacturing plant. There's That makes a lot of sense. Um Let's talk Visa for a second as well. Uh, Visa led the list for the dogs of the Dow. Um, you know, the yield there on Visa is 7.5%. So, yeah, it's leading it. The other stocks on the dogs of the Dow are Verizon, Intel, uh, Dow, uh, Walgreens Booths Alliance, 3M, IBM, Amgen, and Cisco. Uh, in terms of merger news, we're talking uh, Pfizer, ticker PFE. Pfizer disclosed a 5.38 million share stake in Auric Pharmaceuticals, ticker O-R-I-C, Oscar, Richard, India, Charlie. Something could be brewing there. Uh, and let's talk uh, Shaw Communications, ticker S-J-R, Sam, John, Richard. Uh, Rogers Communications and Shaw Communications uh, obtained Canadian competition tri- tribunal approval for their merger. Uh, it's good news for both companies. Um, in terms of Catalyst today. Listen, you know, semiconductors are giving back yesterday's gains. It'll probably continue. I expect to see some, uh, you know, additional selling pressure when the market opens up today. Um, casino stocks in China, we're talking like wind resorts. Hey, they're, they're really going to take a hit because, you know, the word is China's COVID numbers could double next month double inside of a month that's pretty big which is going to really affect uh, uh the casinos so but that's what i have for you in terms of uh, market moving news hitting the tape this morning emily this is the type of data that newswear delivers daily it's factual it's market moving and our alerting functions bring it to your attention as it happens go to www.newswear.com now and sign up for the trial and see for yourself the benefits that professional newswire delivers okay bill we've now made it to that time of the show for the trade talk pick of the day Bill, your picks are on track to close out December with only one real loss. No pressure as we end the month and the year. What is your pick of the day today? You know, I I like the story behind Merck, ticker MRK, Michael Richard Kilo. I mean, listen, China approved Merck's COVID drug for emergency use. Now, China has its own COVID drugs. They do. But from what I'm hearing, the, the citizens of China don't really trust these drugs. They call them ineffective. We know here in the U.S. that the drugs that we produce um, are, are very effective. You know, we, we saw the effective rates of, you know, over 90 percent. So that, that's very positive. And, and China's going with one that they can work with, an international firm such as Merck. Yeah, that's that's that, that's positive, very positive for shares of uh, uh, Merck. I'm looking at the option data uh, for the weeklies. You know, it looks solid. Uh, brokers are highly positive on the stock, as you would expect. I mean, you know, you're seeing you know price targets being raised. But for this trade to work out, 
you know, you, you've got to get that right entry point. Now, the market's going to open up weak. So I think that's going to push Mark shares down a little bit. So I want to get in at 110.50-ish area, maybe 110.40. Um, I, and I think you're going to start to see some buyers later in the day because, you know, with China's uh, 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 request for COVID drugs for Merck is, is really going to be a boom for, for them. And I think that's going to be some positive revenue for them in the very near future. So my pick of the day is Merck, ticker MRK, uh, entry price, you know, 110.50-ish. And using that story behind the stock to look for opportunity. And coming up, we will do a recap of yesterday's pick to see how that went. So don't go anywhere. But first, let's take a look at the current breaking headlines that have hit the tape in our hot off the press segment. Bill, sending it back to you. Let's talk FUTU, Frank, Uncle Tom, Uncle. Uh, this is Futu Holdings. They're going to be cooperating with the CSRC in taking all necessary measurements. What you don't know is this is this is a Chinese, uh, you know, cross border broker, and there's some funky stuff that goes on with these guys. And they, again, the Chinese regulators told them to clean up their act. So uh, FUTU likely to see some weakness uh, today. Uh, let's see what else do we have happening? Um, uh, Russia's oil ban accelerates shift in global energy flows. Yeah, well, we've been expecting that. I mean, you know, Germany's been weaning themselves off of Russian oil since last spring. DraftKings, ticker DKNG, they're going to be launching online sportsbook in Ohio on New Year's Day. What else do we see here? Uh, California Restaurant Association files lawsuit to block fast food workers law in California. Interesting. It would be related to McDonald's, I would think, mostly. You know, Goldman Sachs came out and said job cuts are on the way in January. Well, we kind of knew that the other day we were talking about that. Home Depot, there's a story out there that rising interest rates imperil remodeling uh, mania. Um, McDonald's is going to be launching a plant-based burger offering in the UK and Ireland. You know, Emily, that's all I'm really seeing this morning in terms of uh, news that hit the tape in the last 15 minutes. Okay, Bill, before we sign off for 2022, let's do that check-in on yesterday's pick of the day, which was IBM. Bill, in your newswear alerts, you did mention the dogs of the Dow and Visa. These are the top 10 highest yielding stocks in the Dow. They were paced this year by, by the likes of Chevron and Merck, which you just made as your pick of the day, and other top performers included IBM. Yesterday, you were hoping for some opportunity in the stock because you thought there was, there was some room for it to push a little higher. You wanted to get in around that 140 area. So how did your call work out? Hey, it worked out fabulous. Uh, you know, the stock opened up at 140.45. Uh, and then it ran to 142.26. It's a 1.33% difference. Um, you know, it closed above 141, which is which is very po positive as well. You know, you're, you're looking at the stock this morning. Yeah, it is trading. It is trading a little lower. You know, because the market is not as you know the market is showing weakness. But yesterday we made the one percent in Merck, and uh, everybody was happy. Um, it was it was a good day. It was a good day for uh, uh, IBM yesterday. Well, when we check in with you on Tuesday about today's Merck pick of the day, we will make sure to tally how well your picks worked out in December, but we'll call that a win yesterday. Bill, thank you, as always, for your expert insight. Remember, markets are closed Monday in observance of the New Year's Day holiday, so join us back here on Tuesday to start a new year at Newswear's Trade Talk, when we provide the facts, themes, and trading ideas for the day ahead. 
Again, I'm your host, Emily Bonney, here with trading anchor Bill Olson. Before you count down to ring in a new year, traders, you know what to do. Let's go out there and make some green. <laughs> 